So I'm Jazz. This is Ken. For those of y'all that don't know, we are married. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to plot, pray. You have to plot and pray. You just can't pray. Remember, God helps those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. We love Ken, but <laughs> we need to go back to work. No, no, we, we as friends. <laughs> you need to find something to do. Yo, yo, and we're back. Welcome back. I know, it's been like a little long hiatus. But we're here. We're back, guys. We were going to record last weekend, but it was a holiday weekend. And we, we, and we wanted to rest. And Mr. Ken over here started a new job. Yeah, we had to change some stuff up. He did. So we had to just, like, you know, prepare for that, get him ready for, like, the new job. Because he worked remote last week. Yeah, and this one's got me, uh, I'll stay away from the house for a little bit. Yeah, he was, like, in the office this week. So how was it? What was it like? Tell us about it. You like finally escaped. It was it's different. Uh uh how can I put it? It's like I say realizing you kinda had like a a not so good relationship and getting out and seeing it from the outside in is like So you were in jail? Uh you were in institutionalized? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. So do you have to wear a uniform or can you wear whatever you want to wear? Wear whatever you want to wear. As long as it's like got certain things covered, but yeah, you're good. You don't have to wear a uniform anymore. You get to just rock like what, khakis and polo? Wow. You get to be like a a real professional adult? I mean I was professional before. It was just you know, it required a uniform. Now look at the work culture definitely seems a little different. But it seems uh Working with dudes that graduated in 2020, like yeah. college in 2020, yeah, like what shit. in the world? Yeah, I realize I'm. <laughs> you're, like the, you're the old man I in the office. I'm the old guy in the office, and I'm like, yo, this is weird. Because you're used to being like in the middle, like yeah. not the oldest, not the youngest, but you are the quoting movies. They don't have a clue what you're talking you about. You are literally like, one of the oldest people, probably outside of like the CEO. No, I'm not. The, no, no, no. Don't say I'm the oldest. Like there's people that's older than me, but just with some of the people that I work with, it's like. Yo, y'all are, y'all are young. I feel like it's so funny because I tell people my age because I one of my part-time jobs is I teach college students. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 32. No, I'm 33 now. Look at you. No, I am 30. No, see, I'll be. See, see, yeah, I'm 33. See, I'll be 34 this year. <laughs> That's how you know you old. You're like, hold on. Hold on. Nigga, I'm in my 30s. But I tell people, oh, yeah, I'm in my 30s. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 30. I'm 33. You're like, damn. I'm like, shit, I am not that old. But we used to think that being in your shit. 30s was old. Mm-hmm. Now, shit, being in your 30s is way better than being in your 20s. Oh, yeah. At least in my 30s, I would hope everybody's financially stable to do what they want to do within their 20s. I mean, not necessarily. I but hope. I say you just have a better idea of yourself in life. I agree. Like The older I've gotten, the more I've just been like, yeah, if it ain't a house party or like a chill lounge. I can't go. House party. Girl, it's COVID. Oh, is it though? Is it though? Just because you choose to ignore it don't mean it's not there. It's in my mind. It's not. You you it's just said in my mind. In in my mind. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was so cute though. Cause so Ken, I'm gonna embarrass you a little bit. Don't do that. It was so cute because Ken was like, y'all. I get to order lunch here. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I just had DoorDash deliver my lunch, and I was like okay like it's and then i remember he couldn't do that at his old job but i've been doing it like at all my jobs so it's like creature conference i don't have none of this i'd laugh and he was like yeah you know we got we got free coffee i mean like we got free starbucks coffee 
and I was like, you know, what? I don't have that in my job. Good for you. Good for you. I got I got listen, Maxwell or whatever they decided to buy from the store. Listen, in order for me to have coffee at my old desk, like the world had to physically stop. <laughs> like it took a global pandemic in order for me to have coffee at my desk, and I I really just sit there and reflect on this, and I'm like. Why, 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 why is it set up like this? I'm laughing just because of the simple things that Ken talks about at his new job that I've been doing at my current position. I just be like, oh, that's so cute. I just let him have the moment because I'm always like, oh. But I realized like a lot of, I'll say policies and rules and stuff. Like it really was just kind of on some like, who messed this up at one point? Somebody had to because I mean, like I know where we have rules and policies in place. But some of them are just stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's because one person messed up. Like, for example, they keep, because of remote work, mm-hmm. they keep having to change the security systems for us on our VPN because people keep clicking links that they should not be clicking on, which oh, no, makes just, it yeah. harder for us to access our emails, the ones that actually don't click on links. That yep. Because I'm always like, mm, I'm going to forward this to the spam people at my yeah. job just to make sure. Folks, like, ooh, what is this? You, ooh, let me click. See all you have to is. do is hit forward and it'll be like. If you don't forward that shit to the fish, I hope all y'all that click on these links end up in tra- remedial training somewhere where it's like some, oh, yeah, uh, we just put this out here to see if you're going to click on it and you failed. Guess what? You got class on Monday. And I know people had to go to those classes who clicked on the links. Cause, cause <laughs> oh, y'all I, really having that yeah, shit? Yeah, no, no. We know really though. <laughs> so at our job, like, they'll sometimes send out random links to see if people click on them. And they'll be like, oh, you failed. You have to go to training now. Yeah. And I'm laughing because I'm just like, yeah, how dumb are you? I watched somebody do this, do that at work one day. Like, he was like, man, I've been waiting on this. Click. I was like, bro, did you see who that was from? He was like, no, nah, but I've been waiting on this. Dude. Like, come on now. I always click like. He was like, was I not supposed to click on that? I'm like, you didn't even read it. Like, I always click on like the email name to make sure it's like at whoever. Man, I I literally was like, see, you're the reason why we can't we can't have nice things. I was like, (laughs) and then like because of my like certain apps, I can't have on my personal cell phone because my work email goes to my phone. Hmm. Now, remind you, my job does not pay my cell phone, but because I like to have access to my emails. I can't have certain apps on my phone. So they said it's one or the other. It's one and I was just like, I'd rather have the work email. That's why I have a that's why I have an iPad. I can download all the apps I want. Mm. But yeah, so it's just crazy to me how um yeah. But yeah, it's just I think it's just so funny, like the different work the work culture that Ken is now experiencing. Yeah, commute went from what almost an hour? Almost an hour to ten what, five, ten minutes? Ken's like I was like can you I was like can you want me to drive this weekend he was like girl I got a half tank of gas left I can drive I've been driving on this half tank gas. I ain't been to the gas station <laughs> since last week so this job came at a perfect time for him because mm. <laughs> gas is stupid high I have not been there in about a week versus going there every like I'm just saying the day three I, and a half days when the day that gas reaches five dollars down here in the south that is the day that my ass will never leave the house. I'm going to stock up in the fridge. I'm going to make sure I'm going to let my boss know. Unless y'all can give me a salary increase. Y'all even see me? Because that would be damn near $75 worth of gas to put in my tank on E. And that's literally just to get you to point A and point, point B. B. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to have. I'm not going to say it doesn't make sense. But what I don't understand is from the infrastructure side. Like everything is set up for a damn car. Now we live in Atlanta. I can just take Marta at work. So I probably work in like an Emory or something. 
got some stuff going on over there. Yeah, Atlanta's just Atlanting right now, I guess. I don't know. And it ain't it's even hot. hot for, it, it ain't even hot for real. Cause you know, they say when it get hot outside, that's supposed it to be act up. It ain't even hot for real. Between, like, it's a lot going on right now. It's like, you know, stuff heating up, and it's just like, there's like you can't even talk. I don't know if you can talk this up to the weather. You can't. People just being crazy. People, people. Like, we, I miss the days of lockdown. Those are those are peaceful days. I mean, Tom outside was, of the protest, but the protest that shit was stuff. Protest people was protesting before the lockdown. It was just, it just folks over was forced to watch it because yeah. it was in the house, and it. But the lockdown, like let's let's be real, the Earth low key reset itself. And, and it, the know, nature was out here. Like nature started taking back over their shit, land. Yeah, we saw coyotes in the neighborhood. Um, just different, there's different things. and The air was clear. Food tastes better. I don't know what it was. Maybe because we were in the house all the whole time. I don't know and we that. got a chance to reflect on ourselves. Yeah, the fruit was good. I definitely feel like the earth, I feel like the whole world should do like every, like just like, every, like just three weeks, we pick a random time, like every, like three weeks out the year where we just shut down. Man, these folks will still be upset because they can't go to Starbucks. Buy Starbucks coffee and make it at your house. That's too much work. That's too much work. When you like, found out that during this lockdown, you found out that parents didn't even like their own kids. Did not. I literally was there just like, do you, some, one of my friends, I ain't going to say their name, was like, my child is not smart. We tried to, I tried to go over things that she had like in school. Either I wasn't being a good parent or my child just isn't smart. And I was like, or maybe you just didn't go over these things with your child. I was like, their child's like four. They. <laughs> this is a toddler. Like, what do you mean they're not smart? She can barely write her name, and she doesn't know her like all her numbers. Maybe that's because you didn't continue the lessons after school, because mm-hmm. school is only step one. Step two is actually being involved. They should have been learning before they went to school. That part. I mean, honestly, I, that's saying somebody doesn't have children. I, I, but I'm saying that, you know. Yeah, somebody doesn't, that, have, yeah. doesn't have kids. But I remember my parents doing, like, all the after-school stuff with me. Like, working on my ABCs, my numbers, my spelling. You like, remember all that? Hell yeah. Because, let me tell you something. I went to my daddy for all of my arts and crafts projects that I needed to do for school. Like, all my big science fair and history projects. He was the artist person. Mm-hmm. My mom was the logistics person. Like she was one that helped me with the details of like the actual facts, make sure those things were right. So like I at one point they just did the projects for me. Like I would start it and then I just slowly like walk away and start something else and they would just finish it for me. Like I had my mama up to like eleven o'clock writing a history paper for me. Yeah, and why? Because you waited to the last minute? No, because she didn't like the way that I was doing it, so she did it herself. The hell? I've never understood that about parents. Like my and mom's like, I use this word. I'm like, this is not a fourth grade word. I don't even know what this means. Oh, and then I told the grade we got on that paper. I said, like, I got a, I got an 87. 87. What's wrong with that teacher? That paper was at least a 90. That's Do I even go talk to at them? At least a 90. Yeah, she, she argued over three points. She wanted an A. And I was like, <laughs> she's like, ma'am, I took off 13 points because I know you wrote this. Like no, like they didn't know that, but. My mom was like, "Your teachers are racist. He does not That's like funny. black people. Like he does, he must not That's like black funny. people." She was like, "I didn't go talk to the, the principal, somebody about this." Like I'll never forget that. Like my mom has literally asked me how we do on this paper, how we now, how do we do mm. on this, how we do on this, or whatever. Mm-mm. 
And I remember one time I did my own science fair project. I made like an 80 on it. My daddy said, see, if you let me help you, you would have gotten an A because oh. you didn't want my help. I can hear my dad now. Go ask your mom. <laughs> see, both my parents were like very involved and it helped that my dad worked nights. Mm-hmm. So he was at home during the day to help me with my work. And then so my dad helped me with the actual homework part. My mom would check it. And then we would have to go. If I had a spelling test or whatever, we would review all my spelling words like the night before. She'd be like, uh-uh, it took too long. Spell it again. Ma'am, this is not a spelling B. I have to write these <laughs> words down. So it's hard for me to like say them out loud versus like writing it down. And then if I miss the word, I have to write it down 10 times. Damn. Oh, no, my mom was not playing about this. I ain't going to spelling. Spelling was fun. Computers and my iPhone messed up my spelling. She said computers on our phones. Man, yeah. these around for before both well, of them. Well, I so mean, like, like, now that I have spell check and everything, and it automatically does the word for me, I don't remember how to spell certain words. I'd be like, oh, Apple will catch it. Dang. Literally, even in my emails, like, I have it set up before the email sends out. It automatically does a spell check for me. Mm. So, it's because I'm like, what's the point of me even thinking about the word? It does. The computer you're will like, fix it. You're like, this is close enough. It'll yeah, fix it. Yeah, kind of like how your teachers used to tell us you're not going to have calculators with you all the time so you don't know how to do this math. Then, Bullshit. This is how I feel about spelling. Like, yeah, you need to learn how to spell the basis of the word just so the computer knows what you're trying to say. But at the same time, though, do we really need to know how to spell? Because we're going to go 10 years from now, we're going to just be able to, like, as you know, now we are able to speak into our phones I mean, and it writes the message for us. But I've also seen, like, where I've been in meetings where folks have tried to type stuff out and I'm like, damn, he butchered that one. That's me. That's why I hate taking notes in meetings and when it be on Zoom and I have my, my screen shared. I'm like, how the hell do you spell available? That's the one word I've always struggled with. Available is the one word I cannot spell. That and I can spell necessary. Well, is, the one that used to mess me up was uh. I just learned how to spell Mississippi correctly because of damn P Valley. Jesus, uh, parallel and separate. It's simple, like the simplest of words. I'd be like, okay, available. Like, is it separate or separate? Separate per. Per P E separate separate. Why well, I thought we went to goddamn spelling bee. I don't know. I was like, I, <laughs> he was like, it's this. I was like, well. But no, but I definitely um, but yeah, I definitely feel like our parent. I, whoa, how do you even get on the subject? But anyway, um, but I definitely you got the subject yeah, of uh, COVID. You no, know, you said that people during lockdown was their parents. No, nah, I mean not in like the, but not in the weeds of spelling. Oh. You got you brought up a, a how, project that yeah. you had and. But no, but my parents were very involved in like all my things. So when I hear these parents now talk about, dang, I didn't realize I had to do all this with my kid. Like, why am I sending you to school? Sir and ma'am, school is step one. You have to complete step two and three. <laughs> like, you have to do the follow through with the kid. Mm-hmm. The teachers got them to point A. Now it's your turn to help them get to point B. But they look at it as like, well, you shouldn't have homework because it's like, what am I sending you to school for for you to come back with stuff to do? And the homework is to help reinforce what they learned in school to help them adapt and to keep it, keep up with it. Mm. And let me tell you what I still can do. I can, still do a, I can still do fractions. I still know how to multiply, divide, add, and subtract. That is the one of the things I was great at. As a not a parent, I can only give a not a parent perspective. Yeah. And I get, because even now, like whenever I come home from work and I'm just like, how do y'all, I taught, I called my mama one day and I was like, ma, how did you get off work, drive in traffic, come home and still entertain my ass? Cause I know I was annoying. She was like the things you do as a parent. <laughs> 
and I was just like y'all had like no time to yourselves like at all like I just was like at all people keep wondering why we don't have kids kids are whew, expensive and a little annoying I'm just saying yeah I'm just saying, like, a little annoying because I know me. Like when I have my little child, they're gonna annoy I mean, they just got the here. shit out of me. It's like they just got here. They're just trying to figure stuff out. I could imagine that. You gotta have patience. Look what I can do. Yeah, like, <laughs> like look at me, and I'd be like watching some of my friends' kids, and I'd be like, I don't care. But because you're my best friend's kids, I will watch you, and so I will just nurture crush you. This child. No, I'm just gonna watch you. I'm like, oh my god, that's so great, and then go back doing what I was doing. <laughs> And I realized I was that kid. Yep, we all were. We all were that kid. We all were. And it's kind of annoying. But I mean, you look back at it and it's like, yeah, this was fun. But at the same time, you're like, damn, I was amused with the simplest of stuff. Yes. But that was your view of the world. It was very simple. And it's so funny. I guess it's kind of like with you and your new job, like going from your old one to your new one. Oh, and like appreciating the little shit. Yeah, yeah. Like your views have totally changed. And it's just crazy to me because I'm always like, I've always experienced this at my job. So, so I, I can go get it. food. Yeah, he was I, like, I don't have to drive out to the sticks. Yeah, Kim was like, if I have an appointment, I just put it on my calendar and I go. Yeah, versus trying to figure out how to sh- shuffle time around. Yeah, essentially, like it's so funny to me. I was just like, if I have a doctor's appointment, I just go. Mm-mm. And if they ask where I am, I'm like, I'm at a doctor's appointment. I can get this. I get back to the office. If you had a doctor's appointment, you either had to shuffle time. You literally had to do the time shuffle. Hmm. It's like, oh, okay, I can work late this day to have some hours to cover this time. Because I guess I'm grateful to be salaried because there are some days where I know I work over eight hours a day. But then I make up for either two days or the next day being like, I gave y'all 12 hours of my day. <laughs> y'all finna get four today. Mm-hmm. Or five. I might be. I might give that extra hour. I might not even take a lunch and just work five hours <laughs> and just say I'm done. My shit never failed. Be like, hey, you leaving early? Yeah, I'm leaving early. Say, like, what time you leaving? Ten o'clock? Nine fifty nine. Hey man, we got this emergency that every everybody's died. They so and so lost a leg, and we need you to go man the station for for twenty four hours. It's like, dude, I'm leaving in like thirty seconds. <laughs> like I got th- things I have to take care of. No, I, one thing I will say I do love about my job is our work life balance. Because my boss has always said, I don't care where you work, as long as you get your work done. And that's that's how it should be. But you've got some people that are very... Uh, they need to be watched at all times to do their job. Even the ones that are being watched still can't do their goddamn job. Then that's that's a personnel issue. But, it is. I mean, just sitting here, going, what do you do? what's your job? Oh, I make sure everybody does their job. Mm-hmm. What? So what do you do, though? <laughs> I was saying, yeah, I hate those questions. Everybody's like, so what does so-and-so do? I don't, I don't know. know. They don't do my job, so I can't tell you what they do. Have you have you talked to them? No. no. That's another thing too. I always hate when people try to like make friends at work. Like it's like I have I have had success. I've made great friendships. Same within my within my profession, but then it gets to a point where it's like I don't know if I want more friends. It was a cap. It was it was a ghost. I don't know. Hold on, let's not do that. I don't know if I want more friends or if I just want to um just come to work, do my work, and go home. Because it's a mixture, bro. It's a mixture, and also I feel like I'm still networking because you you can never not have yeah. too many people. Like the more people you know, the better your chances of like knowing things that's happening, especially within your profession, within your actual like employer. Mm-hmm. 
That's only that's like I guess they say I was reading New York Times and they say that one of the drawbacks for younger generations doing remote work is they don't have the time to establish relationships or like those networking relationships that you would have had. Like I guess they said cooler talk, water cooler talk. Nobody want to talk about. Nobody want to hear about your cat. There have been times where I've talked to my like new coworkers because I've been in my current job now for a year. It'd be a year in July. And um, my bo- my boss was like, "You should talk to so and so because we came around, we came new at the same time." And I was just like, "I don't like it when people try to give me friends. Like, can it happen organically?" Making friends as an adult is weird. It's so awkward because at this point in my life, I've made all the friends I've not say I I have room for more friends, but as far as like my circle is concerned, you think this person could be the coolest person ever? Yeah. And then next thing you know, you find out they got a hit list and uh, they're crazy. They've been murdering puppies, and you sitting here like, I never, I never would have known. I'm just waiting and being somebody's documentary about somebody that I know. No, I'm. That like, is my biggest fear. <laughs> Like he was always nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, that's like my fear. I want to be asked to be in this Netflix or Hulu documentary about somebody that I know. Like we're cool as hell. Either they join a cult or they wind up doing some crazy shit. And I'm just like, I never knew. Nah, you know the types. I remember we had this one dude. He was a uh, say he was an intern. And in my mind, I was like, mm, you might be a nice guy, but I, I don't know if I'm gonna hang out with you outside of work. There are some people like that who I um. Who I also feel that way. I'm just like, you are so nice and so cool, but I don't think we can mesh outside of our jobs. Mm-mm. Like I've seen your family pictures and I don't think we're going to gel well. Mm-mm. And there's other people I'm like, man, this person would be really cool to hang out with. And then I'm like, mm, no, nah, let's keep it at work. Yeah. Let's keep let's 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 keep it at work. Hey man, we should we should hang out. It's like shit, overdid it. Yeah, like <laughs> oh hey, let's go let's go have lunch. And this is why I always leave my office right around lunchtime. Cause I'm like, nope, I left my lunch at home. Finna go home and eat. Shit, damn potluck. I, I don't do the potlucks. Mm. Uh, if it ain't catered, I don't do it. It has to be a catered lunch, and I'll go. If it ain't catered, I don't even even with the free food at work they give us. Sometimes I'm still be like, I'm not coming in. I'm just gonna work like, from oh home. hey, I cook, man. I made this, but like, hey, man, this tastes good. And in my mind, I'm like, Did I just eat cat hair, like because <laughs> it's so funny. So Ken was telling well, me somebody's about- dog licking this. Like, what did I just eat? It's like it tastes good, but I'm like, oh, I ain't mm-hmm. doing this again. But uh, I know some people. I know, so I'm laughing because Ken told me that he had like food trucks come to his job. So food trucks have always come to my job, mm-hmm. and every now and then, like the school like where i work the school sponsor the food truck and we'll get free food mm-hmm. and i'm always like i ain't still ain't coming to work for this like i'm just gonna do my work at home because that requires me to talk to more people they're gonna be like oh how long you been working here when did you get hired <laughs> I, i've been here the whole time been here the whole time <laughs> and they're like we see you walking around but that's because i come in i do my work do what i need to do have my meetings and i go home mm-hmm and I talk to who I need to talk to, start building these relationships up with, and then I leave. I, it's just, I don't have a social media. Like, people randomly want to talk to you in the grocery store. I'm like, bro, first of all, you don't have on a mask. Second, Ooh, I, I hate I that. need you to back up just a little bit. And then, like, they be t- arguing, talking about, I don't want to do a self-checkout. I want to have somebody check me out. It's like... I get that to an extent. Like, if I just have five items, I'm obviously going to self-checkout. Yeah, self-checkout line. But if I got, like, if I'm doing a legit grocery overhaul, yeah. I'm going to the check. I'm going to have the person, You better like, not be in a self-checkout line with all that I shit. I literally watched somebody have, I counted, because I was so pissed. They had, um, 
like 21 items. You counted? I, ca- I told tw- you I counted. 21? 21 items in self-checkout. And I'm like, do you know how many people could have used this one self-checkout thing that you just hovered over for 15 minutes? I ain't gonna lie. I did it one time in college, not necessarily knowing that was for the short you know, it's, it's for the a, small it's, it's essentially 10 items or less line. It's an express line. Listen, this is a long time ago. I didn't know. Never did it again. But the thing is, though, I do see self-checkout being a problem in, like, the future. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it can replace cashiers and people or whatever. Because I just feel like, like, for example, we were at CVS yesterday. And mm-hmm. this older lady was like, I'm not doing self-checkout. And she had, like, two items. And she was like, I'm going to wait on the person to do it. I was and like, you're going to be waiting. <laughs> CVS only had, like. The one person I'm like the you're going store. to be waiting and I see why they got they added in the little self checkout thingy with this wig yes so she was an older white lady and she's like I'm gonna wait on somebody to come check me out and I'm like I was like he's got two items but I realized it can be a barrier for some people to use the technology so I can see it being an issue maybe not for us as we get older because we've grown up yeah with but it. that older generation talks so much shit about electronics and look yes, at them and look don't at know how to use shit none of it and that's the thing like because okay so for example my mom recently traveled to chicago and i'm always weary about my mom traveling because my mom's a traveler she's traveled all around the world she's been to almost every continent but one in the in the whole entire world so i was like mom like do you but she's still old school when it comes to certain things like she'll print out her boarding pass and do all the other stuff. And so I called her. I called her to make sure she was getting ready for a trip. I was like, you know, you can download the app. You can do this and do that. She goes, Jazz, I know. I've already downloaded the app. Does it have your TSA pre-check? Does it have this on there? Like, I was calling, like, out of concern. I'm like, do you know how to use Lyft? Do you know how to use Uber? Like, how do you do this and that all on your phone? She was like, I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. And she did. She did. She figured it out her own. I didn't have to do anything. I called her every step of the way. I followed her on Find My iPhone. Make sure she was good. And because um, I always hate it when my, ever my parents travel without like one of them or Man, without one of us. I think certain, they're, I'm, I'm not speaking about your folks, but just I feel like a certain, they're not trying to figure out nothing new. Mm-hmm. They like, they're not really trying to figure out nothing new that anything else they got to do, they're not going to do it. But yeah. they can figure out social media, which doesn't make sense no, 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 to no. me. They're still learning Facebook. So I'm always like, because my dad will send me Facebook links. I'm just like, I ain't clicking that shit. You ain't about to steal my identity. Uh, my dad will send me, like today, he sent me an article about gas. When I say figure out, I mean, they will be on there. Mm-hmm. Just perusing. But, mm-hmm. you know, other software is like, man, I ain't got time for this. Is he my bitch? You see what so-and-so put on the Facebook? No. No. What do they put on the face on the Facebook? They just put their whole lives out there on the Facebook. And I'm always like, why are you on the Facebook? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get off Facebook. <laughs> Get off social media. But, and then it's so funny too, because I have people like asked to be my friend on social media, like on my different accounts or whatever, because we're friends with somebody else. I'm like, I don't know you like that. I've crossed you in passing. We might have had one or two conversations <laughs> at a party, but I don't know you like that to be on my socials. Hey, I, I, don't, and then I don't need to be on these things. I've had people give out my social. Oh, that's foul. Because they'll be like, oh, I think you'll be like really good friends with this person. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And you didn't. Have, have, it was like, have we met before? Have we? And we never met. They're like, I think you'll be really cool. Hang out, da da da. And I'm just like, I have done adult play dates where I've tried to plan them with Ken and like other couples. Man. Wow, that sounded very pause. That sounded very like swingerish. But no, I knew what you meant. But it definitely was like. That's why I say, make, go ahead. Oh, so I, I so there have been times where me and Ken have been like at weddings or in events, and 
I haven't, this is my first time meeting my friend's significant other, right? And so I'd be like, oh, so we'll have a conversation at the wedding, hang out. I'm like, we should do a double date. He likes he likes football too. Y'all should hang out. And I was like. He's also from the country just like you. Y'all first of all, I'm not from the country. I just spend a lot of time there. I mean, your family's from there. I feel like I feel like everybody from Selma related. That's, I don't care. I feel up. like somewhere down the line, everybody from Selma's related. We're, we're, somewhere down the line. We're not. I feel like everybody cousins. Hold on, you say that like you not a country adjacent. I'm from. I I was born and raised within the metro area of Atlanta. Ma'am, come outside that <laughs> circle. Come outside I'm that circle, saying. and it is Georgia wilderness. I'm I'm just saying. I was born. I was born and raised within the 285 perimeter of the metro area of Atlanta. So so like it's the city <laughs> on a shining hill. Just saying. I grew up in the black mecca. Um. Even though I did go to private school with white children. I was just going to say, then go and, <laughs> and continue. No, but. I also went to school with white kids, too, so. There you go. Thank you. You did. You you went to, you went to a I went to school with a lot of white kids. Like, I went to a private Catholic school with white kids, but you went to the school with white kids. I went to a private school with white kids, too. I don't count, I don't count Louisiana. Them Cajuns. They're, they're, they're white also? They're white with some with some mix in them. <laughs> Louisiana, y'all mix people from Louisiana mix with a lot of shit. They didn't, y'all y'all just ain't white, just ain't black. You mix with a lot of stuff. Mm. But um, but no, but so I've different times where I was like, Ken, let's do a double date because I want to do double dates with people. We've all, all double dates have been on accident. Like it was supposed to be a, yeah, they, supposed to be a group, really have supposed the, to be like a group thing, and, and then it wound flaked, up just being out. just the couples. Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm like, I want to plan, like, I want to do, like, couples trips. Which we kind of did a couples trip. Kind of, sort of, last year. I mean, yeah, in a sense, we kind of did. Yeah. I would love to do, I would love to plan, like, a big couples outing, couples thing. I would love to do that. Like, be around other couples. Kind of like, kind of like that Tyler Perry movie, but without all the cheating and secrets. Why did I get married? Yes. Yes. I was like, I know you didn't. Just, <laughs> no. I don't want none of that. I don't want none of that. Um, like I said, without all the... Without all the cheating and the secrets and stuff. It was more than that. They had some shit going on there. I don't want that. I don't want that. I just want like the core group. I just want like the group. We're in a cabin or we're at the Caribbean somewhere. Because the thing that scares me the most is that you got somebody who on the cert or what they put on for you, everything is all good. But then you get them in the comfort and confines of a house and then they you know they're trying to work their issues out or they letting shit fly from before the trip. And, and now this whole shit just got awkward. And you're sitting there like... I'm going to excuse myself. It's like, and we need like, a referee. You, like, you ain't got to leave. He or he or she is acting like this because he finally got an audience and da-da-da. Right, and I'm, and like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like I'm watching my parents fight. Let me go, let me, let me go excuse myself. It's like, y'all need, y'all need to travel with a referee. <laughs> and it's so funny because we've traveled with couples who argue a lot, who have argued, and we've just been sitting there at the table like, hmm. Mm. So, uh, this is awkward. How about those Falcons? Huh? <laughs> and like, and have we, we've only argued in front of, in public like twice. And the rest of our arguments always been at the house. But that sounded terrible. That, by does, the way. that sounds like we argue all the time. We, we have regular couples argue shit, argument stuff. But I definitely, there have been times where we've found couples who have, like, when you're in their presence, they're fine. Mm-hmm. But then when you leave and you start hearing all this other stuff, you're like, what? It's like, this, isn't, this ain't tired. 
Like, like y'all not tired of, of the trauma that y'all are causing each other? Mm-hmm. Then me and Ken talked about this too. Some people have a trauma bond. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people, I, like, I've seen couples that I know in the past, I'm always like, Listen, they like it. If they love it, I like it. What can I do? Yeah, but don't. Because I'm not finna sit here and give you the advice. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not finna sit here and waste my brain power on on advice to give you that you're not gonna that's, listen that's to. That you're not gonna follow. And you're just gonna do what you want to do. Right. And that stay in a situation because a is either comfortable to you or b it's something that you feel like you have to stick out. Which is kind of weird. Like I've never understood like. Trying to, st- what do you mean, stick out a relationship? Like, like they don't. No, want- no, no. Like I get what you're saying, oh, yeah, but I'm yeah. like the thought. Pro- like, dude, that don't even make sense. Got, like, I'm, well, I'm staying in this because like, I know people who have stayed in marriages because they don't want to look like a failure. I'm like, you look like a failure because we all know what's going, going on, on, and you're still in this. Like, oh. like, like both of y'all. Like, I have there have been couples where I've been like, you both are embarrassing each other. Why are we doing this? But again, I'm not gonna waste my time or my brain power. I'm just gonna it's wait. Like, I like good edges. Hey, they they can't come to the house. They can't come. To, <laughs> I, look, look, they cool individually. Yeah, like we can hang out individually, like one without the other. But y'all together, together, I don't want it because I'm always on edge that something's going to break out. And at the time, I don't want that. I ain't trying to be associated with that. And the really, th- and the thing is, it don't even be like. What you've got going on that'll set one of the people off. Mm-mm. It'll be something they've already got going in their head. Next thing you know, it's, it's like stewing. And it's stewing. Next, you know, you ask for a glass of water. It's like, oh, I remember the glass of water from last week. And it's like, oh shit. It's like not. I can't do this. Like this is like I'm like I know I'm exhausted watching you all. Like at this point, it's entertaining to other people and it's sad for y'all. It's only entertaining because folks enjoy spectacles. And at the end of the day, I'm not trying to be part of anybody's spectacle. Hell no. I don't even want to be associated with that spectacle. At this point, I'm just like, it's like I'm tired, man. Like I, I'm exhausted watching this. Are you not tired? And you're actually living it. Mm. It's crazy to me because I'm always because I have, like I said, I've had friends. I know I've known couples who have literally stuck it out because they feel like they have to. Mm. Yeah, and I'm seeing some relationships like that also. And it's and I know and I hate it because I also know who have kids involved. And they're like, well, I'm I'm here for the children. I want them to grow up in a two parent household. And I'm like, well, kids feel and the feed kid, off that the drama. Kids, they feel that energy, man. Doesn't matter how old they are, they're going to see that and they're going to think this is how a relationship is supposed to be. Or not even how it's supposed to be, but you this might. What they know. This is what you think. This is how they supposed how they work. And it's not trauma. Like a trauma bond should never be what brings people together i mean people do bond over trauma but i'm saying like it's one thing to bond over but it's one thing to keep that trauma going like if you're not healing each other mm -hmm. and if you keep causing the band-aid or the womb to open 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 that's not healthy no but i say people feed off of that but you've got to understand what's creating the way that you feel like you gotta have, you gotta. I say, you know, it's kind of like some self reflection and some self meditation uh, things. It's like it's moments. It's like you gotta understand. It's like, why am I feeling the way that I do? And a lot of people, they don't like to be alone, so they're they trying everything they can to keep from having to deal with the, what's uh, internally going that, inside. That shadow self, like they, there's like, I don't like that person. I don't want to deal with them, so I try to stay busy to keep from dealing with it because, oh, you know, and it really might be some legit shit. 
no, I mean, obviously not saying that it's not yeah. some legit shit, but it, it's like you can't uh, you can't address what you've got hidden. And I just and also another thing too, like I will remember this line because I remember Jay Z said it. If me and the wife are having problems, you know, we're not going to leave the house. You're right. not going to. And one thing I love about that is, you know, when they were having their issues, they Beyonce and Jay Z put it out there when they were ready. And when they wanted us to know. Right. They still culture. They, they still crafted the narrative around it. Yes. And they only. And that's probably only the tip of what they told us. You know what I mean? It's probably a lot more. Yeah. And like, we know Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. Beyonce was like, I'm going to take my kid. I'm going to do this. Like you. This is the best you'll ever Allegedly. have. Allegedly. Allegedly. This is what, again, the narrative that they gave us. Mm-hmm. But you didn't hear about it on social media. You mm-hmm. didn't hear about like 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 Shakira. We're hearing about her divorce from her husband because he cheated on her. Yeah. Like again, we didn't know Jay Z cheated on Beyonce. We didn't know none of this until Beyonce put it out on the album. Yep. And then Jay Z confirmed it with his album. So it's like allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. yeah, yeah. All this is alleged. But at the same time, it's like I respect that because folks aren't gonna know. If you and I are arguing, because because that leads up that because that that leads one a narrative, mm-hmm. and then it also leads the outside world yep. to interfere or put their thoughts into your relationship. Mm-hmm. You got some people that, uh, that legitimately want to help. Yes, you got some people that's going to take sides, and you got another side that's just wanting that just some people just want to see the world burn. And now, with me and Ken, we have our arguments. Do I reach out to like a friend or two, being like, "Yeah, this is going on." Yeah, I do that because I need to let off some steam. But those are trustworthy people who I know either a understand where I'm coming from, and b they're going to tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. And shout out to Felicia, she's one of those people. <laughs> Love her to death. I talk about her all the time. That's my girl. Another person is Narissa. Shout out to her. She's cool peoples. She's also one of the ones that if I, she would never snitch on me. She would keep my mouth. She would she would keep my secrets. Mm-hmm. For right now. For right now. <laughs> and then she'll bring him up later on and be like, now I know you ain't throwing rocks into somebody's house <laughs> and you. I'm like, yeah, girl, you're right. Yeah. You got to have friends that humble you and that bring you back down and that tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Yeah. And so I purposely go to those two people for sure. And just to be like, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because I know they're going to be the angels I need on my back versus the devil. Tell you what you want to hear. But they also tell you what you're fucking up to. Yes. It's like, no, we, we, you got to keep them people in your corner. But you, you got to be honest with them. You do. You got to let them know what's happening. Like, Because I tell them Not both. Not your perspective of what's I happening. I tell them the what's whole thing. actually happened. I tell them what happened, why this happened, what led up to this. Hell, it's so funny because... um. Shout out to my girl princess. Hey girl. Because it's so funny because like we'll tell like me and Felicia will be talking about like our stuff and princess be like, dang, y'all in a relationship together? Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> we know about each other because <laughs> we help each other. Like we go through it together. So it's it's good to have people in your corner like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time though, like we whenever I call these people, it's not always when me and Ken have a problem. Mm-hmm. It's like Oh, girl, let me tell you what Ken did. Girl, let me tell you what your friend did today. And they're going to be like, what's up with these men out here surprising us and doing this? I said, I don't know, but I'm going to take it all. I'm going to take it all in because it's not going to last long. Girl, you right. It's not. But here, here we are. Y'all are funny. That's literally what we saying to each other. Y'all yes. are funny. Yes. Yes. But, but no, I just 
I also feel like social media, and we talked about this before in many of episodes about how it creates a narrative of what people think relationships should be and what they shouldn't be. And I hate that. But what is that crafted from? Again, it's crafted from what people want you to see. Like, they only want you to see the smiles, the laughs, the... That's, social media is a highlight reel. It is. Nobody really shows you the... No one's going to necessarily show the downsides of Mm-mm. things. No. And then when you do see the downsides, it's like... It's like eef. And, it, and by then, it can be too late. Like, yeah. like, like for example, um, I think it was Miss America... Who That's recently right. killed? Not recently, but uh, she, yeah. yeah, but she took her, well, she took her own life. Mm-hmm. And if you look at her social media, she looks happy all the time. Yeah. And again, it's just a, sna- it's just a reel of what they want you to see and what they want you to believe. And I hate that because you never know the struggles that people are going through. I know, but it's weird. It's like the. But then people will also put out the extreme bad things on social media. Oh man, I don't, I experienced that in real life. Like I'm sitting here, like why are we putting out the like why are we why are we putting out like the bad fights, the cussing out, all yeah. that stuff on social media? But just the other day, y'all were smiling. Man, I made the mistake. I asked one guy, uh, working, you know, previous job, yeah. was walking, uh, walking through the cafeteria, you know, fucked up, made eye contact with somebody. He said good morning. I said hey, what's going on? Next thing I know, he just released the floodgates, and I was First like, off, I just said what's going on. Be courteous. I didn't need to know what's going on in your life, dude. It is four o'clock in the morning. He like needs, he needed, he needed somebody to talk like, to. Like I was like, I don't know this man. I don't know this man from a can of paint. Like literally, just <laughs> I literally just we just made eye contact. He said good morning. I said what's up, man. Next thing I know, boom, and I was like. Bro, I'm finna be late listening to you. Oh no! So that happened to me when I was talking to one of my coworkers, like in my, because a lot of people work from home in my office. So it was usually me and like three people in the whole entire hallway. Mm-hmm. And the other person that I was talking to, I was like, "Yeah, I was like, Ken got a new job. It's gave her the details and da da da." She was like, "Man, you know, when my when my first husband look, I was like, first you you and I are around the same age, girl. What you mean by my first husband? Mm-hmm. When I got my first husband, you know, yeah, he did this and that, and then the job pulled him away from us, and the and this, that, and the other. And I was like, did you try? Did y'all try? Did, you, did y'all try to make it? Work? I'm confused. And in my mind, I was then she was like, but I met my second husband, and my life has been great ever since. <laughs> and I was like, ah. I was just like, we are not the same. We are not the same. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I got no comments. I mean, I can only give comments and opinions from outside that situation. Yeah. But then also, like, a lot of shit don't be making sense to me. It, same so I, same I just, here. I, the older I get, the more I just kind of I take stuff for what it is and stop trying to make sense out of some shit. And the older I get, the more I'm like, you don't have to put up with some of this stuff that you're telling me about cuz I'm like you you can always leave. And, and then the, that can be tricky. You can. And I'm always like divorce doesn't mean the end of the world or in our case the problem I'm, is just oh shit, depending leave. on the situation it can cuz some it people can. try to get out and then shit can go sideways. It can. It can. I, I know somebody who just would not allow, allow their partner out of their marriage. Like divorce wise, it just wouldn't allow it. What? 
Yeah, like it took her like a whole another two years to get him like a court order to sign the divorce papers. But the thing, I don't understand how you could be that lost. That is, and at that time she was like, I didn't. She 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 made it easy for him. She was like, I don't want anything. I make my own. He can have the house. They didn't have kids either, so it made it easier. Mm-hmm. He can have the house. He can have he can have whatever. I just want to be out this marriage. And nope. It took a court order for that for that to happen, because she had to prove on multiple attempts where she sent the paperwork for him to sign. Da, mm-hmm. da, the courts had to intervene at that point, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me, because that's just so controlling. Yeah, it's like I'm not going to allow you to do this, so mm-hmm. I'm just not going to participate. And I'm like, sir, you've got y'all got bigger problems to to deal with. Yeah. First of all, you need to address how this thing ended up in the situation that it's in. But don't nobody really want to do that. They don't. Because, again, it's all about perspective for, from what they see. That's I get confused at times when people, I'm like, when, you know, you hear people, you know, mention things or talk about it. And I'm like, is this the reality or is this your perception? And a lot of times. Because there's a big difference between the two. And I feel like it's, like it's their perception because they're not living in the actual reality of the situation. But it's like, it's more of them living how they, in their head, it's more of how they want it to go versus how it actually is. Yes. Which is crazy to me at some point because I'm always like, this isn't the reality of like from somebody from the person the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. This ain't what you actually. This is not what's actually this happening. Like, if y'all are constantly arguing, fighting with each other, cussing each other out, blasting each other, putting things out there for everybody to know and see, then this is not healthy. And at some point, it's it like you're purposely to trying toll. to hurt somebody, which doesn't make sense. It to doesn't me. make sense to me because I'm like, we're all adults at this point. Shit, facts don't matter. No, we are not. We're not. Some um, some folks are just big kid, grown kids. Grown kids are with so called grown kids with bills. There we go. And I just don't. I don't understand it, nor do I get it. Again. Because at the end of the day, once you disrupt my peace. Mm-hmm. Then this isn't healthy for yeah, me. Again, not speaking speaking more so in generics. Yes, just, I'll say just how can I say it? Just speaking on things that we've seen. I'll say through our lifetime. I'm I'm speaking on generics. Just just seeing different things. It's just like I can't. Man, I'm not finna. I'm not finna spend time making sense out this nonsense. Because y'all can't even make it make sense. Seriously, anything you got like. And then you're, and then you over here texting, calling me about what's going on. It's like, bro, don't clue me. And in I'm this like, shit. don't do that because I told you what you need to do, not what you want to do, what you need to do, and you still in this situation. That's on you. You chose to stick it out. You chose to be there. You, this situation is y'all can leave each other, be it you choose to stay there. At times, I wonder when you hear people say, "Oh, this is a tough conversation." Mm-hmm. It's like, what does that mean? Oh, it's just hard to talk about. It's like, why? It's like, oh, you know, because of feelings. Oh. oh, oh. Okay, what is that? It's like a lot of shit's gonna make you get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's the thing. Like, if you can't be uncomfortable, if you if you can't make tough decisions without having the tough conversations first, mm-hmm. and all that shit's uncomfortable. Guess what? Life. And it's supposed to be. And Ken had to teach me this. Life is not about being comfortable because once you're comfortable in a situation, that means you're stagnant and you're not going to grow. Mm-hmm. And Ken had to teach me that. Because I hate being outside my comfort zone. I hate 
because I can't control it. That's the beauty of things. You you're really not a control of shit. You're not. You're you really not you a control are. of shit. You can come up with plans A through Z and anything can throw it off. Now mm-hmm. you're at plan A A A A B A A Z. So it's like and I've had to learn that and I will say if you're cuz Ken helped me grow with that. If you and your partner don't help each other grow, and see different sides of perspectives, then why are you in this relationship? Mm-hmm. A relationship, you should never be stagnant. I say it's almost, I say just from what I've learned being in our relationship, like yeah. it, it's, it's like being in a mirror and you're really looking at the pieces of yourself that you like and don't like mm-hmm. and the pieces that the other person likes and doesn't like. And yeah. you've got to learn to like all, all of that. It. And I will say, like, we've taught each other different things. Like, like I said, Ken has taught me to be uncomfortable. He's taught me to be out my comfort zone. And I guess in, in vice, and vice versa, I taught him that, too, because I used, and I think any man will tell, any woman, and it's like, it's any in a relationship will tell you this, you're, there's also that one person in the relationship that's hard to get things out of. Mm-hmm. You can be man, y'all can be in a man and woman relationship, man, man, woman, 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 woman relationship, doesn't matter. You get in your comfort you, zone. Any relationship you're in, it's always that one partner is an oversharer. I'm the oversharer. The yeah. other partner is usually like, you have to pull teeth out. Yeah. And then eventually they get it and they mm-hmm. feel comfortable. You got to learn to open up. You do. Because we're not mind readers. You we also got to be comfortable opening up and yes. feel like that person is going to receive give you a, it. Receive it, A, and B, give you a safe space to be vulnerable in. Very and true. I think you've got some people that don't have those spaces. Yes. It's like, it's like, oh, I thought this would have been cool. But then when they tried to open up, next thing you know, that shit gets thrown back at them when stuff ain't, when stuff ain't so great and rosy. And it's like. Or they completely shut it down yeah. and they don't even want to hear it. Right. It's like, I told you this. It's like, hey, I was going through a time. I told you this in a moment of confidence. And somehow this ended up being thrown back in my face. And it's like, I don't understand because I was really just trying to let you know or explain myself. This is how I felt. And it's crazy to me because. I feel like if you can't express yourself to your partner, then why are you with them? Exactly. What kind of relationship is that? It's not a, what is it? It's just a physical relationship at that point or transactional. And you'll have some people that look at you and, and technically they could be right. Yeah. You have some people like marriages were business transactions. Yeah. And it's like, I get that. But at the same time, it's like, yo, if you're trying to build something out of this, like, you all need to. I don't know to. if you want to look at it just from that standpoint. Yeah, and and, and I've been told like somebody gonna be salty. I've been told marriage is the ultimate business transaction because you're literally blending houses together, mm-hmm. and you're coming together as one. And I get that because you're blending your finances together, your credit scores, all that stuff. But at the same time, yeah, like financially, this marriage works out for you. But what is it doing for you emotionally, spiritually? If it's draining you out of your mental state and out of your like person, like out of the person you were and your friends will tell you, you're not the same. (laughs) And I'm like, what do you, and you you can always be like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. And it can be negative. Like I've had friends tell me since I've gotten married, I've changed. And I've asked them, well, like, what do you mean? They're like, oh, you don't go out as much. You don't, you don't like, you know, want to hang out, go, go to the bars. One outside is expensive. And outside, outside right now. And two, I'd love being around my friends. I just like to be around my friends at a house party, 
can in be a, a, catch me at a restaurant. It's in a more controlled, controlled environment. Yeah. yeah, like and I go out every now and then to a club or whatever. Every now I'm, and then we'll but, muster up yeah, energy. But I'm also 33, and give me a good piano bar. I even like a good jazz lounge now. You know, give me somewhere where I can get a good cocktail and sit down. Y'all be standing. 9.30. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. Listen, y'all be standing up in the club, shoulder to shoulder. I can't even do music festivals where I ain't got, if I don't have a, a reserved seat, I ain't going. My knees can't high, do that. High, like, youth is wasted on the young. It is. Like, if, like I, I was like, bro, give me the energy I had. Give me the mindset I've got now with the energy I had as a, maybe, like, as a kid. But I guess that's a good thing it ain't like that because I feel like we would have fucked some shit up. Oh, hell yeah. Listen, if the things I knew now that I knew in my 20s, oh, man, I would have been Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I would have been Chandra Rhimes. Okay. Uh, the things I know now. Let me go back 10 years. Let me let me go back to my 18-year-old 18, 18 self. Okay. Because I probably would have went to community college, saved up those damn, saved both everybody money. When the community college took my actual core classes, then transferred to whatever college I wanted to go to, do the internships, invest. I don't know like, if I could, like, I look back at life and it's like, yo, what would you, what would I do different? And I'm like, I don't know if I did anything different. But the thing is, I'm glad I didn't do community college. Glad I came, glad I went to, glad yeah. I went to school out of state because it forced me to grow up and not be so sheltered in my world. Because I was able to like experience life and realize people are terrible people. <laughs> it's like people suck. People suck. People are mean. And I also realized I can't be nice to everybody. Mm. I'll never forget one of my friends was like, Jasmine, you literally walk into a room and you make friends with everybody because you're just too damn nice. It's, it's your energy. It's like. And I'm like, I'm not nice. I just don't. And then now that I'm older and after COVID, I'm like, I don't like people, but people still like me. It's your energy. It's like you can walk into a room and you kind of just like radiate light. Yeah. And, and uh. It's like I could, man. I could have fuck off on my forehead, and people be like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" I was like, "What part of my face said hello?" Yes, and I've had, I've literally grocery store, Home Depot, whatever. I literally had somebody say, "You know what? I knew I could talk to you because you just have this welcoming personality." Da da da. And I'm like, "Do I?" So on the inside, I'm saying, "I'm saying, why is this motherfucker talking to me? <laughs> I don't like people." People like me, so I'm cool. It's fine. It is what it is at this point. I guess I do have one of those personalities where people just come up and tell me their whole life story, which they have. It don't even be, but the thing is, people will feel that before they start talking to you. So they feel comfortable talking to you about it. That's something I've never really understood because I've had people do me the same way. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say it's like, there have been times where it's just like, you know, you could be having a bad day. Next thing you know, somebody be like, hey, and just start talking to you. And I'm like, like for like like for like, example, what, what about my energy said I was in a talking mood or I wanted to talk to anybody, but somehow it's just people feel it. Like no, like like for example, Ken and I had to get a new air conditioning over Memorial Day weekend. Another reason why we didn't record, we yeah. had to get a new air conditioning system put in, yeah. and we knew we had to get a new one put in just because it, the the original system was original with the house, yeah, so that, that thing it was, was over twenty years old. Yeah. So we so the guy that you know, helped us get it and install it the next day. It helps to have good relationships with your people that do you like your HVAC and do all of your system checks or whatever. Cause they came out here the day of that. The air conditioning broke down mm-hmm. and I found out about the guy's ex-wife, about his family, about his son, about all that stuff. Like I found out about his, this man's whole life. Pretty cool dude. Pretty cool dude. And again, I'm pretty sure we paid a little bit more than we would have paid. If we went with somebody else. 
but they're able to get it done the next day. Mm-hmm. He was like, you were so nice and so respectful. Like got some free free on. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you guys in tomorrow. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Who the hell gets an HVAC within the next day? Usually, you have to wait on parts. You got to wait on things to get done. I was just like, I need this done. I didn't even tell him I need it done soon. I said I need it done. He was like, We'll be out here tomorrow. It's like what? What? So he's like, hey, y'all got a leak, but it's saying, you know what? Hey, let me, t- I'm gonna top y'all off. That'll get y'all through at least the next week, just in case, just you know, give some time before we can come back in. Come, and then, and the other guy was like, he called me after he left. Hey, can we get you in tomorrow? I, we found some time. I was yeah. able to move some stuff around. Can we get you in tomorrow versus next week? Hell yeah, let's mm-hmm. do this. So the air conditioning broke down Thursday. Everybody, this is a holiday weekend. Okay, Memorial Day weekend. First one, you know, the first real one since COVID. They were able, they saw us Thursday, got us somebody out here Friday morning at 9 o'clock and installed our system. That's probably the one time I appreciate having a face where somebody tells me their whole life story. (laughs) And I respond and I listen to it. Yeah. And so I appreciate that. Now, again, we paid a little bit more and I thought we would have paid somebody else. But we didn't have to wait. And I pay more for express quality service. And I would have had to wait. Yep. And it's, oh, we live in the South. I can't be here hot. Yeah, it's hot. Well, it ain't hot yet, but it's like. It's going to get hot. Yeah. And, I, and I, the thing is, I appreciate, had our air broke down in July or August, like how it did in the condo, oh, we would have been waiting. Just because everybody else's would have broke down. Yeah. So, you know, I realized things happen for a reason. Ken had teach me that. Like, you can't control everything. Things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, Ken, that's something that Ken taught me. You just got to sometimes go with the flow. You got to go with the flow. Sometimes you got to prep for a rainy day. Even, mm-hmm. Sometimes you need an umbrella, even though it might not work. Yeah, so we are we are here for that. Like, we're prepping. Like, for example, we're going out the country soon. And, you know, the U.S. still has that entry thing where you have to take a COVID test before you come back into the country. Ken doesn't have to do that because he had COVID in May. So he's lucky. He's got to get a doctor. Lucky that shit was trash. I mean, I'm just saying he doesn't have to have like that stress over him when we go on vacation versus me. So I have plan A, B, C, and D plan. And out. the fucked up thing is, I got COVID and I wore my mask more than you did. You did. I was out here just free balling in, in California. I was just out here free balling. When I literally got back, got in the shower, and I was like, "Dang, my science is running." Little did I know. See, my sinuses are running now, and I keep checking myself. And Ken was like, "You ain't got no goddamn COVID. That's just your sinuses." Well, see, mine like <laughs> compiled. Like it started with the sinus, and then like I, I say I'm prone to post nasal drips. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, "Okay, well, it's just some sinus shit." But I was like, "Hold on, this didn't happen like during peak pollen season. I didn't have a problem with this." So I was yeah. like, "Hmm, okay." And then that's thing I know. It was like, "Hey, uh, got a slight fever." Oh, I was like, hey, I got chills. Then it was like, hey, I'm dizzy when I stand up. And I was like, God damn. Yeah, and I had done, I, I literally just have like. Because we had the air on the 74. I was like, hey, we got to cut that off. Yeah, you got cold. <laughs> I was like, we got to cut that off. And then, and that was that was with the old system. <laughs> yeah, this, this 74 hit different. This 74 and this, and with this new system, feel like 71 with the old system. Yeah, it's like, like, I can go to sleep with it being on 74. And I'm just sitting here just. Slowly dying on the inside. But he just has to have a doctor's note saying that he recovered from COVID and he's fine. So now I have to walk around with a mask everywhere we go now because I don't want to risk getting it coming back home. 
I'm I'm really sitting there thinking about the co- the I'll say the quote unquote American. So I'm just playing. I'm so I'm just playing Russian Russian roulette at this point and seeing what happens. I'm 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 really thinking about the American COVID response and oh it's been trash. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, man, what were we really expecting out of people? I mean, listen, this is what's on sad. Sandy Hook should have told you that Americans don't fucking care. Yeah, you're right. Okay, Sandy Hook should have taught you they care more about things than people. Well, I say I feel like everyone's worried about their own comfort versus what's the collective good, and, and that I feel like is the is our is our society's mo. And let's be real, I still wear a mask here at home, like when I go to the grocery store, Costco, the mall. I still wear a mask there. Mm-hmm. Certain parts of work, I'll still wear a mask, but again, I don't be in the office like that, and I have my own office, so I mean, I literally just walk from like my parking because my parking deck is connected to my office i always walk from the parking deck to my office and i'm, I, there. I lo- I'm not going to i've not been wearing one but that's mainly just because i'm like i'm spaced out and i'm not in this co- these concentrated areas and that you I'm know your job requires yeah it was like a requirement it's a requirement like, to have the vaccination like, i ain't gonna lie i still see some of these meetings i'm like Ugh, i might need a mask up and, oh, oh no there have been certain times i'll be in meetings with just like me and one other person i'm mm-mm. like did they just cough they got sinus problems what's wrong with you uh-uh, I gotta wear a mask. Y'all nasty. It'd be about 20 of us, and I'm like, I probably should have brought a mask before I came But I realize a lot of my people who have, outside of UCAN, who've gotten COVID, gotten it from the kids being at school. And the messed up part is, that's the first day, oh, it's not affecting the kids. The kids are straight. Mm. Mm. But no, but yeah, it's still out here. It's still real. You know, cases are still going up. Mm. Um, but at least, I mean, again, I just feel like that requirement, though, is kind of dumb for me to go back to come back home when the surrounding countries like Canada and Mexico don't, don't even have that anymore. What and then certain European countries don't even have that pre-entry anymore. Hey, so. the shit, them folks got monkeypox. We got monkeypox here. Yeah, but it came from had to come from somewhere. And I I thought that, I was like, man, what the fuck is monkeypox? And I was like, this shit you is You gotta have real? sex to get that shit. From what they say, allegedly. Oh, shit. Next you know, monkeypox is out here floating in the air. Just waiting on your ass. I mean, there is a there is a strain of gonorrhea that that is antibody resistant. Man, I thought you said it's floating in the air. No. I was like, what? No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Context. I mean, Context. I mean, these things do mutate to where, like, medicine will not help it. That's crazy, man. Crazy, right? I mean, but it makes sense. But it's like, Vi- like all these things, they're living beings. They they evolve like us. I so. know, but God, dog. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy out here. Well, we have reached the hour, and I gotta get, I gotta go get dinner started. That way, my that way my husband can have food and nourishment. Bye, bye, y'all. We'll see y'all.